0: From the News Talk ZB Newsroom. This is News Fix. Good afternoon, I'm Malcolm Jordan, and this is your midday News Fix for Wednesday, the 9th of February. In this update, police have just issued protesters at the beehive with a trespass notice. Here's a trespass notice. They've been bye. saved by a trespass notice. How so long do you have? here, bye mate. Out of here, bye. Tensions are mounting at Parliament as protesters continue to occupy Parliament's grounds. Many have been camped out overnight and have pitched tents on the lawn. Chief Political Reporter Jason Walls has more. Hundreds have gathered, armed with signs and placards to protest the government's vaccination mandates. There's a strong police presence guarding Parliament, facing down the increasingly agitated crowd and they look to be here for the long haul. And political reporter Aaron Darman is also at Parliament. He says the mood is unpleasant. Simmering tension, that feeling That there is something under the surface, and it's when you come into work, make your way around the place, that you just feel just a little bit unsafe. Meanwhile, National Party leader Christopher Luxon says he won't be visiting the protesters. Luxon says there's a sense of animus. Well, I respect people's right to protest, but what we've got is some pretty antisocial behaviour out there. Uh, We've got people blocking up roads. You know, people, working people in Wellington, can't get to work today. Concerns for COVID-stricken South Auckland. County's Monaco DHB is dealing with 806 active cases, more than a quarter of the country's total. Auckland DHB has 283 cases and Waitemata 209. tapuia marai Marae Chair Hurimoana Dennis says home isolation isn't working. Housing and overcrowding situations has always been a big part of how we have to live. So being able to self-isolate at home in the current context is very difficult. Stuart Nash is rejecting suggestions Australia will leave New Zealand behind when its borders reopen. Australian Prime Minister Scott Morrison says fully vaccinated tourists will be allowed into the country from February 21. It's prompted concerns our tourism sector will lose out to Australian counterparts. New Zealand's border won't fully reopen until October. The tourism minister says the government remains confident with its plans to reopen. Every single meeting that we've had with regard to how to deal with COVID and every small decision we made Is about keeping our communities, our people, our families, and our colleagues safe. Hope that Southland's TY Point smelter will continue operating well past 2024. Owner Rio Tinto has given a strong indication it might keep the plant running beyond its signalled closure date. Etu union negotiator Joe Gallagher says T.Y. Point's plans have economic impacts on the wider southern community. You're talking about $400 million a year annually into that economy. So, you know, initially it's good. You know, I'm really happy to hear about it. But I think, you know, we really got to think long term. To sport, Newcastle is out of the bottom three in the English Premier League for the first time this season, with a 3-1 come-from-behind win over Everton. And Burnley and Manchester United have shared the spoils one-all. James Anderson and Stuart Broad are among eight players to have been dropped by England from the test squad to tour the West Indies next month. And Formula One bosses have removed the ability for drivers to take a knee as an anti-racism gesture ahead of the season start next month. I'm Malcolm Jordan, and that's your latest news fix. We'll be back with the next update at 5 p.m. from the NewsTalk ZB newsroom. For more news, listen to NewsTalk ZB live on iHeartRadio.